Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, July the 7th, and we're looking forward to a great time together on our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening on the radio and those that are watching on Facebook, we welcome you. Thank you for tuning in. And then we've got those that listen on our podcast and those that are listening uh, on our radio app. And uh, we're thankful that you've taken the time today to tune in. And uh, I'm still rejoicing. We had a great day on Sunday. Of course, it was July the 4th, but uh, even more exciting than that, we had some folks that got saved on Sunday. Uh, We had a young man get baptized Sunday. We had uh, two of our new school teachers that have moved here uh, that uh, united with our church. And it was a great day. And then to top it all off, Sunday night, we had a guest group that did a fine job. As a matter of fact, I've got their CD. I'll get that to Brother Caleb, and we might play a few of their songs a little bit later on this week. Uh, But then we had our uh, hot dog fellowship and ice cream sandwiches. I had a great time, and uh, it was a wonderful day. I'm thankful for our country, and I'm thankful for our church, and I'm so thankful that uh, you have uh, joined us today. Happy birthday today, and uh, one, I know uh, Lewis Anderton, his birthday's today, and he um, always listens on the podcast. So, Lewis, when you hear this, happy birthday to you today. And then also to Yvonne Phelps. I hope you have a great day. Happy uh, birthday to you. We're looking forward to a great service tonight. It's our uh, Wednesday night prayer meeting, Bible study. We'll have our summer kids club. We'll have our teens on target. We were supposed to have a guest preacher. Brother Johnson uh, was supposed to be with us, but uh, he and his wife, they have both been sick, so they were not able to make the trip. Uh, But uh, we'll have a good time. It'll just be us tonight, but it'll be great. Of course, last Wednesday... We had our kids' crusade, so we didn't have our regular service. And then next Wednesday, uh, we've got Brother Michael Futrell and his wife, Ashley, and their family. They'll be with us. And so it's going to be a great time together tonight. And uh, I hope you'll plan to be at the service, 7 o'clock. We're in the building. It'd be a great time together. Let's be in prayer for our country. Let's be in prayer for the nation of Israel. And uh, let's pray for one another. Pray that God will continue to bless our church. Here's a song. I know we've done some patriotic songs these last few days, but this one I think is a good transition song in that it it talks about our country. And uh, I won't give you the whole song. I could preach about this for a while, but it talks about how we need to see God's glory come back to our country. But it talks about the fact that we need God's glory and God's presence back in our churches. And uh, there are some churches, I'm afraid that if they were honest, they would say that it has been Ichabod. Uh, The glory has departed uh, because they have gotten away from God. And then lastly, this song talks about the importance of getting God's glory uh, back in our hearts and back in our own lives. And I hope you listen and enjoy this great song, Bring Back the Glory. I long to see a glory fill this land. America, obeying your command. 
I hope that song spoke to your heart. We need the glory of God to come back to this country, uh, but we need God's glory back in our churches, and we need God's glory back in our own lives. And you say, oh, I don't know what's wrong with America. Well, I'll tell you where it all starts. It starts with us, and uh, I hope that uh, we will be burdened, hope we'll pray for our country. I say it often, but I think sometimes we, we get focused on a particular holiday. You know, um, Thanksgiving, boy, we're so thankful. Uh, Mother's Day, thank God for mothers, you know, and Fourth of July, thank God for our country. Well, I hope those are things that we have every day, all year round. I hope we have that love and that appreciation for those things. We are in the book of Proverbs. We're going to continue our series uh, in Proverbs. We're in Proverbs 7, and of course, today is July 7th. So if you read a proverb uh, of the day, then today you probably read this particular chapter. And we started last week, and we've been talking about a lesson concerning the strange woman. We said about the uh, strange woman, we said that uh, we see that her, her title uh, is strange. Uh, she is uh, ungodly. She is immoral. And, and that's what she was known for. And uh, what a shame. Uh, what, a, what an awful thing to have that kind of a title. Uh, I hope that we have a title. I hope we have a name. I hope we have a reputation that is godly and, and Christ-honoring. Then we said last week, it's interesting about this strange woman that it is discussed specifically the time of day. It says that the, the simple went out at the twilight in the evening, uh, at the nighttime, it says in verse number nine, the black and dark night. And we said how that it's very important. Obviously, you need to do right morning, noon, and night, uh, you know, all times of the day. But watch out at the nighttime. That's when it seems like that wickedness is prevalent. And many times uh, people wait on purpose until the night because they feel like they can get away with things. And, and that may be true. Uh, there may be parents. Uh, there may be uh, police officers. There may be a boss or somebody that doesn't see what you're doing at night. But I want to remind you that the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. And uh, you're not going to fool God. You say, well, nobody can see me because, well, God sees and God knows. So we talked about the time of day. 
Today, I'd like to talk about a couple more uh, thoughts about this strange woman. Number three, as we go through Proverbs 7, we see her trademarks. The Bible says about the strange woman, it says in uh, verse number 10, Behold, there met him a woman with the attire of an harlot and subtle or, or sneaky of heart. Verse 11, she is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. Now is she without, now in the streets, and she lieth in wait at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him and with an impudent face said unto him, I have peace offerings with me. This day have I paid my vows. Therefore came I forth to meet thee diligently to seek thy face and I have found thee. We see number three about the strange woman, her trademarks, uh, what she's known for. One, it says she has the attire of an harlot. It's interesting that the Bible uses that description, her clothing represented that of a harlot, uh, that of a prostitute. And I want to tell you, uh, Christians ought not be dressing like the world, and Christian ladies ought not be dressing like a harlot or like a prostitute. Uh, God's Word still talks about modesty. It still talks about holiness. And, and I always tell our church, especially this time of year in the summertime, uh, it seems like that in, for the world, it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, it seems like that uh, people have no regard for decency or for, for, for uh, modesty. But God's Word says this strange woman, she's dressed a certain way. She's dressed like a harlot. But it's not just her dress. You say, well, I dress right and I don't ever wear this, that, or the other. Well, good. I'm glad you don't. But then it talks about her heart. It says that she is subtle of heart. Did you know that a Christian ought to be honest? A Christian ought to be uh, uh, upstanding and upright, uh, not trying to deceive and not trying to sneak around. But this strange woman, she is subtle in her heart. She's got an agenda. She's got a motive. She is out to get something. And, and she tries to put on like, oh, I'm not doing that. She's subtle of heart. Next, it says she is loud and she is stubborn. Now, I'm not saying that a, a Christian lady uh, could never be hurt. Absolutely not. I thank the Lord for uh, Christian ladies that, uh, that will uh, speak up and that will stand up for what is right. I'm not saying that you can't say anything. Absolutely not. I think, I think of many of our ladies in our church who sing in the choir and sing specials and teach classes and work on bus routes, and we have ladies that do so much. But the Bible says that this strange woman is loud and she is stubborn. Uh, it's not that she's loud about the right things. She's loud about the wrong things. And she is stubborn. She refuses to uh, conform to the Word of God. She refuses to hearken to those in authority. And then the Bible says another trademark is that her feet abide not in her own house. Now, I'll tell you, these, these uh, trademarks, these are for a strange woman. But let me tell you, men, we need some men uh, that will dress like men. We need some men that will be right in your heart. We need some men who will not be uh, allowed about the, the world and about wickedness and not be stubborn and, and so, so stiff-necked about things. And we need some men uh, that will uh, take care of the home and some men that will set the direction for their family. I think sometimes we're always looking for where can we go and we got to get away. And I'm, I'm all for vacations. My wife and I and our family, we took a vacation back to uh, Kansas for my brother's wedding. We went to Iowa and Illinois, got to spend time. I think you need a vacation. Don't get me wrong. 
But I think if we're always having to be going somewhere and doing something, and we're never able to spend time at home, I think we're robbing our family. I think we're robbing our marriage. And I think we're destroying the foundation. Our homes need to be strong. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, if you're always going somewhere, you're never at church. And I think our families need structure. Our families need time uh, with one another. Our families need the church. And we need uh, to be able to just say, hey, I'm going to be in church this Sunday. Hey, I'm going to spend some time with my family. I'm going to do this. And uh, the strange woman doesn't do that. Her trademarks. Number four, I see, and we've talked about this a little bit, but her tactics, or you could say her tricks. The Bible says she lieth in wait. Uh, she is out to catch that simple uh, young man. It says she caught him. She kissed him. Uh, she is out to trick. She is out to trap uh, this simple person. Number five, we see her talk. Verses 14 through 20, the Bible gives us her speech. And by the way, her speech, it was smooth. Uh, her speech, she just laid it on. And this young man that was void of understanding, he was no match for her speech. Notice verse number 14. She says to the young man that's void of understanding, she says, I have peace offerings with me. This day have I paid my vows. You know, she actually sounds spiritual. Hey, I've got this. I've got my offering already. I'm going by the church. I've already paid my vows. I've already done what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing what's right. She sounds spiritual. Verse number 15, uh, she makes this young man feel special. Uh, by the way, I say to our young people, and not just our young people, but adults, um, be very careful because people can make you feel like, oh, I just care about you. I just want what's best for you. When in reality, uh, they want to use you and they want to take everything you've got for their own gain. Verse 18, this strange woman, she is selfish. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with love. It's all about self. And then verses 18 through 20, it's done in secret. Uh, be very careful about things that have to be done in secret. Be very careful about people that will tell you things, but I, you got to keep this a secret. Now, I'm all for things being confidential, and there's certain things it's wise not to discuss. You know, if Caleb tells me something that's, you know, private or something that's personal, or whatever, I don't need to get on Facebook and blab it. I think you understand that. But be very careful about everything that has to be secretive. Be careful about people that have to sneak around. Be careful about people that have to sneak around the boss or sneak around their parents. Be very careful about that. This strange woman, her talk is secret. Verse 18, uh, verse 19, she says, the goodman is not at home. He is gone on a long journey. Hey, nobody's here. Nobody will know. Nobody will ever find out. And then we see, lastly, we see the tragedy. The Bible says that this young man who is void of understanding, it says in verse number 22 that he goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of the stocks. Verse number 23, till a dart strike through his liver as a bird hasteth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life. You know, an animal that is going towards a trap the animal does not know it's a trap. If the animal knew it was a trap, that animal would not go into the trap. And the animal does not know this is going to cost my life. And this young man does not know that this is life and death. The Bible goes on to say in 
Verse number 26, she hath cast down many wounded. Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. I think about a great example is Samson in the Bible. You know, all the armies of the Philistines could not bring down Samson. You know what it took? It took a strange woman. It took one, one lady who just could sweet talk. It took one person. By the way, you say, well, wasn't Samson to blame? Absolutely he was to blame. But I'm just saying many strong men, many great men, many, uh, many great Christians, uh, many great leaders have been slain, have been destroyed by a strange woman. That's why, as Solomon says in verse 25, let not thine heart decline. Don't go down that road to her ways. Go not astray in her paths. Verse 27, Solomon reminds his son, he said, her house is the way to hell. Literally, it is the way to destruction, going down to the chambers of death. I understand this is some pretty serious stuff we're talking about, but I want to remind you that God's Word gives us the warning, and God's Word gives us a way of escape. You say, well, how do I keep from doing that? Uh, Just follow the Bible. Just stay close to God. Just walk with God. Just do what is right. Don't go the way of the strange woman. Don't go the way of a strange man. Don't go the way of somebody who is immoral and somebody who is wicked and ungodly. Let's stay on the straight and narrow way. And I promise you this, you'll have no regrets and I'll have no regrets that I did or that you did what God has called us to do. Thank you for tuning in today and hope you'll be back tomorrow. We'll have another broadcast of The Winning Side. God bless you. Have a great day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.